Welcome to Ebtide Wellness, where you learn mindfulness-based techniques to help you meet the flow of your life. Here, we authentically explore what is going on within us to best meet what is happening around us. There's no stopping life, but we can meet it no matter what the tide. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Rupp, inviting you to be Ebtide Well. Hello, welcome to the Ebtide Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Rupp. And today we're going to talk about mental health from a mindfulness perspective. I'm going to begin our conversation with one of my favorite quotes that for me conceptualizes all of it. (laughs) And it's a quote by Lao Tzu. Here's what he says. If you are depressed, you are living in the past. If you are anxious, you are living in the future. If you are at peace, you are living in the present. And that's been said another way. It's been said that depression is living in the past, anxiety is living in the future, and peace is living in the present. Wow. For me, that really concretely gives the roadmap for where we have a lens that we can examine our own patterns of thinking and mental health. So this is a symptomology. This is a symptom check of Are your thoughts mostly in the future and your actions and your energy, your time? Well, notice if that comes with anxiety. Conversely, you might notice if you are feeling depressed, whatever that feels like for you, heavy, unmotivated, hopeless, And is that related to thinking a lot about the past, kind of being stuck in what has or hasn't happened, what is or isn't there anymore? So let's do this intentionally. We can notice in ourselves in our daily life, we can also kind of take the poison pill and I'll get you out of it. Don't worry, I have the antidote. But let's just do this and see how it feels. We're going to do sort of anti-mindfulness to get started. So I want you to think about something from the past that didn't go as you planned. A breakup, a job loss, an illness, something that really might still make you sad to this day. Maybe it's something you don't think about too often, you've kind of turned away from, but let yourself in this instance, just go back there, go back in your time traveling memory device and wallow like a little pig in mud. Just go back to a challenge of the past and go be in it. As you're in that experience, noticing how it feels to be there. 
but not just how it feels to be there, but how it feels to not be letting it go, but to be stuck in it, to be stagnant, not moving on in your healing or release, but to just be holding it so tight Not healthy. Probably feels a lot like depression. So let's take a few breaths and let that go. Maybe shake it off like a dog does, you know, after they go through something stressful. And let's do the other side. So with your mind time machine, consider something in the future that you're pretty worried about. You're pretty stressed about. It might go totally wrong. Probably will. If it does, what if it does, what if that happens, what if that thing happens, go there, go there with the mind, really indulge in the fantasy of world destruction or whatever it is, and let yourself run wild into the future where everything you fear and worry about happens. In this place of worrying about it, of being in the future, of being unable to control things as you want, how do you feel? Might feel pretty unhealthy, maybe a lot like anxiety. Come back to the breath, come back to the moment, let that go. And let's do the mindful middle path now of being in the moment. I want you to notice whatever is going around you, your breath, the sounds around you. You can soften your eyes and look at the clouds or a puddle. Just feel your feet. Might not be a particularly noteworthy or exciting moment, but come into it. Find your breath, find the sound, find whatever is actually happening now. And notice how that makes you feel. I would wager that you might feel a little more peaceful. We do this exercise to illustrate that these are patterns of mind. We could choose, as we just did, to go into the past and just wallow. Like, you know those days, like after a breakup or a disappointment, you're like, I'm just staying in bed all day, and I'm going to eat ice cream, and I'm going to watch really sad movies. I'm thinking of The Notebook or something if you really want to destroy yourself. And I'm just going to go with it. I'm just going to wallow. And that's great. Like, do that for a little while. But what if you got stuck there in a time loop, chronically just living in the past of what was hurtful, what went wrong? Or you can ingrain yourself in patterns of the future, concerns with controlling that which you can't, concerns with making sure everything goes this way or that way prevention, ensuring things that are just impossible. No wonder you're so anxious. 
that we have to reprogram ourselves to make our default state one in which we're in the present. And then we can decode our programming that makes us feel anxious or depressed. And over time, our mental health improves. We do this with meditation and mindfulness. We also can do this not just by, you know, the will that mindfulness and meditation takes to constantly pull ourselves back to the present, but by going with the flow and noticing those activities, those moments, those places, those people, those projects where we feel good, we feel in the present, we feel at peace. When you notice that feeling, go write it down. Go write it down. Highlight, capitalize it. This is your medicine. So for me, if I'm stuck in the future or the past or icky mood, I find something that's curious to me. I engage in something in the mind, like a book or a puzzle or a art, just coloring book. I try to learn something new because that opens us up to the moment of wonder and creation and interest. Opening us up is a present moment phenomenon. So anything where you go, oh, cool, like, tell me more. Find the curiosity. Even if you don't feel it, you can spark it. Do the crossword puzzle. Find the curiosity. The other thing you can do is go play. I play with my dog all the time, and I can't believe how much he makes me laugh. <laughs> like, he's ridiculous. And no matter what kind of mood I'm in, even especially when I'm like, I don't have time. I got to go do this. But he's pretty persistent that I'm always so grateful because he just totally lifts my mood with his antics. And throwing a ball around and imagining that I'm also a dog is very good for the soul. So find someone or something to play with. The other thing that helps me is to get outside. It doesn't have to be a big deal. It can be your neighborhood park. It can be your backyard. Just get outside. The other thing that helps is to journal about it. I have like sort of a burn book philosophy about journaling. And I really hope no one ever finds my journals because they're pretty brutal. It's just like everything. You just... It's the word vomit and the handwriting is illegible and you just get the worst bits of everything inside of you, your worst fears, your worst regrets. Just get it out, not to do anything with it or fix it or analyze it, but just to expel it like an exorcism from your body. Get it out, journal it out. <laughs> I go back and read those journals and I'm like, oh, <laughs> interesting. Other people like to talk it out. So maybe you've got a good friend that just lets you vent. Find that opportunity to get it out. So notice what it is. Some of the things I listed, what else is it for you? I want you to make a list of what it is for you that brings you into the present moment of peace so where you feel good. Don't just put that on the back burner, these things, but make your list and schedule it every day to do one thing off your list. I would rather do that than take a daily medication. Try it. 
try it for two to four weeks. See how things change when you schedule in your own therapy of something you love, bringing it to the present, making it a priority. So being in the present is peace. I want to talk about another aspect of mental health. It's not just about where we're putting our mind, but the messages the mind is sending. And so one particularly destructive habit we have as humans is storytelling. And storytelling, I mean, who doesn't love a good story? I always admire those people who can like bring you back to what was actually happening and make you laugh, make you cry. It's amazing. That's how we share. That's how we learn. But the types of stories that are in your head are probably different than the fireside chats. The stories we tell ourselves get so ingrained that if we are not constantly shining light on them, and editing our scripts and noticing the frames of reference that are guiding our lives, that we can become very outdated and limited in our belief system and our lives. We're grateful for memory and structure, but let's not be inflexible and unconscious about the stories and the scripts we're living from. We need to every now and again, read the story with fresh eyes and say, is that Serving me? Is that even true? When I mean stories, I mean conversations we have with ourselves or simply identities about who we are. How things are. And what could happen, depending on who we are and how things are. Let's take the time now to turn our attention inside to your voice to listen what's coming up for you and reflect on what stories are present for you. What do you tell yourself about who you are? What do you tell yourself about how things are? Are things impossible and terrible? Are things open and hopeful, available? What's your story there about how things are? Last reflection, your story that's making you anxious or depressed about what did happen, what could happen. What is the story that is most harmful to your mental health right now? Okay, so seeing those stories can be difficult because they're usually just running in the background as scripts, but we need to. So give yourself a little hug, maybe like a little reward 
for doing that, for being honest with yourself. And I'm going to ask you to be even more honest with yourself. Some of you might be like, no, <laughs> but if you're listening to a mindfulness podcast, you're probably pretty willing to do the inner work, I hope. So there's the layers. There's the thinking mind that we have access to. There's the stories that are sort of in the shadows of the thinking mind. But then deeper than those mental constructs is really the root of it. The mental health component are the symptoms, being anxious, feeling depressed. These are the outcomes of an injury, of a deep healing that's needed. The root is a pain, an emotional pain. It's showing up in your mental health as trying to over-control a future so you don't hurt any more anxiety. Or being stuck in the pain, depression. The emotions we have, that's expressing an unmet need we have. That's where the real work can be done. So we need to trust ourselves, create a safe space within ourselves, and the ability to soften into ourselves, to release the defenses of the stories, of the overthinking. We've got to put those defenses away and turn inward with honesty for ourselves about what's really going on. The mind is trying to help you. The mind is like, hey, I don't want to be in that pain. So I'm going to overthink, plan, and analyze to make sure that we don't experience that anymore. And it's scared shitless that it's going to, so it feels like anxiety. Because if it doesn't work, if it doesn't make the planning right, if it doesn't fix it, we're going to hurt. So the mind is really anxious about that. Depression is saying, it hurts so bad. Why try? Why even keep going? It just hurts. And I don't want to make myself available for that kind of hurt anymore. So let's, though, be brave. Be vulnerable and show ourselves the wounds that need healing. That's powerful medicine. And when we can hold space for ourselves where it's really hurting us, for what the truth is, that vulnerable bit that we don't really want to acknowledge, then we're free. That we don't have to defend ourselves by running into the future, hiding in the past, or being enmeshed in our stories. If we're honest and we're real, then that is mental health. So we're going to do a meditation now to help you connect to this. And we'll do this with kindness and compassion. Allow yourself to find a comfortable space, comfortable posture, and to really just tell yourself that you are safe. This is a place in which you can Give yourself a sort of mental hug and just say, I'm here for you so we can really soften and allow. So as you're turning inward with the eyes closed or lowered, just noticing how you feel right now. 
Is there a flavor or presence of an anxious mind running off in the future? Maybe there's the presence or flavor of a heavier stuck mind depressed from the past. Maybe there's elements of a peaceful mind in the present. Just allow yourself a few moments to hold space for yourself. And non-judgmentally listen to wherever you are right now. I hope you're finding the breath as you settle in, just naturally beginning to feel the movement of the body with the breath. Surrounded by whatever experiences of heart, body, mind, but the breath at the center, allow yourself to release whatever degree is possible from outer experience and just let yourself soften into the breath. For me, it can feel like I've been swimming adrift at sea and then I finally feel the land under my feet. So feel yourself connect to that breath, that stability, and just allow every inhale to draw you deeper into that connection Every exhale, settling into the breath. As you're resting in this breath space, this is your anchor. This is your seat of the observer. I want you to look up from your seat. You can make it external or internal. Maybe you imagine a little movie screen outside of you, or you can view it in your own thinking mind. But I just want you to see, like a movie or a TV screen, the stories that have been told by you. Maybe not originally, but currently. That are shaping your behavior, your perceptions, your reality right now. Just bear witness to the way thoughts and scripts and habits of mind have become chapters and chapters of stories telling you the way you are, they are, it is, and will be. Just Notice and watch. As you watch the stories, 
Perhaps they draw you in and you live them again. Feel how that feels to be lost in fabrication. Some of these stories, they think they're protecting you, but they just make you small, judge, build walls. These stories, how do they make you feel? How does the body feel viewing these stories, the heart? Are they helping you or hurting you? So when we see the stories and we realize their impact on us, we can choose to turn them off. They might still exist in the background, but our participation and attention to them is gone. So imagine yourself just clicking off the screen. You're not watching the stories anymore, but there's an open space in which new frameworks from a more positive current place will be created. Feel those stories put in the archives, no longer present for you. And in the space, we can trace those stories down into the heart space or the body where they came from. Breathe into that and ask, what pain was that story a result of? What emotion is reflected in the response of my thinking mind with its stories? Was I scared? Was I hurt? Was I grieving? Was I feeling unworthy and unloved? Hold space for whatever you feel, not fixing it, analyzing it, justifying or denying it, just allowing it to open up in the space and see Whatever it is that needs your unconditional care. And the seeing and the listening and the holding space is enough. Breathe into that space. Say, I hear you don't need stories anymore when you're sitting with the truth, how you felt. Allowing this truth to be held without judgment. Knowing you're still okay. Just offer yourself all the loving kindness you can. Promise to take care of yourself. 
not by doing anything, but by being with, by allowing yourself to feel, allowing yourself to rest, allowing yourself to love, allowing yourself to dream, whatever is needed to live in the peace and beauty of this current reality where you don't need the stories. Whatever you met today, making a little promise for whatever support is needed, whatever pains were there, allowing yourself to hold space for the healing, patience and love and saying it's okay. It's okay to be not perfect, not unscathed, not unscarred by life. Of course, we all are. Hold yourself in love. Hold yourself in this moment in honest and authentic, loving presence. close with a quote by Eckhart Tolle. He says, be the silent watcher of your thoughts and behavior. You are beneath the thinker. You are the stillness beneath the mental noise. You are the love and joy beneath the pain. Thank you so much for coming with me today on a journey a little bit deeper. Take good care of yourself. I hope to see you next week. In the meantime, be uptide well. Thank you so much for listening and showing up, not just for this podcast, but for yourself. To dive deeper with me, check out my website at ebtidewellness.com and learn about personal wellness coaching opportunities and events. If this episode resonated with you, why not share it with someone else who you think might connect with it? I'll see you next week. In the meantime, be ebtide well. <laughs>